This is produced by Zubamedia.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Joe Super Super Talks, another podcast. Woo! Saturday afternoon. Um, it's 12.51 p.m. Um, I'm on standby with my job, so, you know, it is what it is. But most important, I forget the job. Um, uh, my son today turned 29, 1993, April 2nd. I can't believe it, man. 29 years went in a blur. You know what I mean? Like, it's just unbelievable to watch him from a baby now into manhood. But it also feels good that I'm also blessed that I'm a part of that um, from day one. You know what I mean? I've never left my kid's side. Either one of them. They tell you, my dad has never left. I've never had gaps. Unless my dad was off work doing a movie or filming on another country. We never had gaps. You know what I mean? I was always there for them. I was like a hands-on, stern type of dad. I just didn't take no nonsense, and we had to do things so we can keep ourselves straight. Now, you know, I'm into, like, athletic stuff and things like that. So my sons, I got them into basketball. Well, they got themselves into basketball, and I just was the uh, dictator. Because <laughs> I also believe, uh, I always believe, and I also believe that sports keeps kids out of trouble, especially inner-city youth. Like, there's so much going on. You know, not even a job can really keep you out of trouble. You need, they need to be in something that's more of a commitment in reference to, like, a camaraderie of their peers that's doing good things. You can have a job and you walk out your job and, you know, your homie's over there selling drugs or this and that. But, you know, you're in a, a, an atmosphere of school and an atmosphere of sports. Usually, that's a structured atmosphere. And I learned that early by doing martial arts. And then, you know, once I got a little bit older, I fell to the wayside. And that's when all the trouble started coming into my life. Not at first, but like the second or third year. Because I didn't have that mentorship. I didn't have that camaraderie sorry, of men around me to keep me structured and to keep me focused you know so dads out there it's very important that you really take care of your kids man and stay on them i know if i wasn't on my kids they'd have been sucked up by the streets man because a woman can't really make so they do good jobs right raising male children but the men become men and that's when men that were in their life all their lives can harness that energy. You dig what I'm saying? If you're a hands-on parent, if you're a dad that just came and set your ass down, well, not sit your ass down, but if you work all day and you were tired from your job and you didn't put no time into your child, that's, you know, those are consequences. But if you just put a little bit of time, be interested in what they're doing. Go to a game. I went to all my son's games just about. They can tell you my dad came to every game he came to every parents meeting. There was never a time when my dad was like, uh, X, Y, and Z. Because, you know, I felt like it's very important the development of your children. Like, my sons don't have no criminal record. 
My sons don't have no drug abuse problems. There are no drinking problems that I know of. Um, they're not walking around with their pants off their ass. They both went off to college. One got two college degrees. They both play college sports. And anybody who, who knows sports, playing sports at the college level is difficult at any um at any degree. Division one, division two, or division three is difficult and to go to school. So both my sons sons did both of that. And I can recall a couple of times my oldest wanted to quit. And I was like, nah, we're not quitting at a young age. Nah, we're not quitting. Because at a young age, I quit in martial arts at the time. And I didn't have anybody in my life to be like, nah, you're going back. You're going back to that class and you're going to fight through this. And that's what I needed. And that's what kids need. They need somebody in their life that will help them push through when they hit a wall. And that's what this is all about. To me, parenthood is about loving your child, but also helping them push through when they hit the wall. You don't do it for them. You don't do the work for them. But you make sure there's that they know that's that 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 foundation of like, oh man, I can't quit because then I gotta answer to my mother or my father. You know what I mean? Um that's how I did it because I didn't have any of that, to be honest with you. I mean, of course I always say I had strong I have women to raise me, but at a certain age, they couldn't handle me. And it's the truth. At a certain age, women know. At a certain age, you can't handle your teenage kid or your 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 kid coming into adulthood and now they're able to go in the street and do things. You're not able to handle that. Unless you're going to beat it, beat them and then they're going to grow up resenting you. You know what I mean? And language is very important. You know, I learned, I love my mom, but her language towards me wasn't that well. So I tried to keep my language strong with my kids, but I also found myself being like my mother into the language. And then I, I kind of checked myself and I stopped and... Um, because you learn, you know what I mean? And you start seeing like, damn, my mother used to do that to me. You know, so that's one thing I learned also is to make sure that I try to be a little bit more lenient as they got older. Well, there's nothing I could do as they got older. They could be like, dad, I ain't screw you. I ain't dealing with you no more. <laughs> but then we know we have a great relationship. My old, my youngest, he's always here and there. This is produced by but my oldest now is starting because I think my oldest sees that my dad has a lot of connections. <laughs> my, my oldest wanted to get an apartment. For a whole year, he tried to look for an apartment. I made one call and got him an apartment. I let him figure it out himself. I didn't be like, I didn't, like, I'll get you. Nope. And he did the whole process for himself. I just knew I have people who know people. That's it. As you get older and you're from the streets and you start doing things and, you know, you start transitioning into being a productive citizen, you will have relationships with people that can help you later on. That's why it's always good to have good relationships. Some relationships you're going to burn. Right? That's just the law of, 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 of the nature of things. Sorry. I'm going to say the law of order. Law and order. But I don't know why I was thinking that. But the nature of things is you are going to um, 
have um, bridges you burn. Try to burn, don't try to burn as much as you, you know, all your bridges, but, you know, I tell my sons that too. Hey, listen, you have to be nice and cordial to everybody, even if people don't like you, because somewhere down the line, you might need that person, right? And you want to always keep yourself in a good place mentally and spiritually because these things are very important for your development into manhood. Because what happens is you break the cycle. Like, I know I break, broke the cycle. My son got two college degrees. My other son went to college. They're not, they don't have, they don't have no babies out of wedlock. They don't have any babies. They have girlfriends. They're very, you know, they take care of themselves. They have their own money. They have great jobs. And, um, you know, that makes me feel good because I know I had a hand in that. You know, I see a, a lot of his friends, you know, I was like their... When they was around me, I was their dad. And they probably were like, you know, a lot of them like, your dad is mad cool. Like, ah, you don't know my dad. <laughs> You're not his kid. That's why he's cool. Well, with me, I got to be home at six. I got to know all, all, he has to know who all my friends is. If I tell him I'm going to be at the school, I used to, let me tell you something. I picked my school up. I picked my kids up every day after school just about. All the way up until the 12th grade, my oldest, he got up out of there. He went to prep school. But my youngest will tell you, my oldest will tell you, sorry, my oldest stayed, my youngest went out to prep school. He got up out of here. My youngest, my oldest, sorry, I'm, I'm confusing. I, my oldest, I picked him up every day from first year high school all the way up into the last year high school. And then I also... After college, I let him go. And even in, when he was in college, it was like a, he kept coming home to his mother. Coach was like, yo, he got a spot here. Why he keep coming home to his mother? We got to break that. Because mommy's always pampering. Mommy, some of you mommies need to lock the door, especially when your kids are off the school. That's another thing. I see these mothers. They can't let the kids go. Let them go. They're going to be fine. You did a great job. They're not going to get on crack or mess themselves up or what these kids be taking, not crack, um, pills or opioids and all that, especially when in the sports. See, that's what it is. Sports is a regimen. They stay on the kids. They make sure their grades are good. They make sure they, 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 you know, they're getting the work in and making sure they're staying on top of them because they need them to play sports. It's organized. It's a brotherhood. It's a commitment. And yeah, not everybody's going to play sports, right? I'm not telling everybody to play sports. What I'm saying is certain kids, you have to know your children, right? I kind of knew my kids liked school, but they weren't into school like that. What kept them into school was like, like that was playing sports, but they weren't into school. Like, especially my youngest, he wasn't really into school like that, doesn't seem like. High school, he was kind of popular. Then he went off. My youngest went off to a school in um in Vegas, and he was rocking in Vegas. But him and the coach kept bumping heads. And he came home. A friend of ours hooked him up. He went to Texas, and he loved Texas. Like he he flourished in Texas. He even went to. He got a full scholarship to go to Blinn University in Texas. That's for another story, though, but, yeah, I'm so excited, you know, and so proud for my son and 
Now he's working with kids. He did a basketball tournament. Yeah, everybody knew me for doing basketball tournaments. He did one last year and was it it outshined all my tournaments. He had DJ Webstar. He had AG the Voice of Harlem. It was incredible. It was incredible. You know, so and he did that on his own. No sponsors, no nothing. He came late, but they didn't give him no money really. He did it on his own. He has a clothing line. He's a businessman. He's tra- he works with children, and I'm so excited for him. And, you know, as he keep going on in life, and hopefully, he, you know, he'll get married and have a chick. I mean, he got a girl. They'll have a baby, and they'll be married, and he'll be, you know, he'll do things what he want to do in his life. I try to tell him all the time, get all that shit out your system, you know, don't have no babies in your 20s, which I'm so glad they didn't. Oh, man. I had them when I was 20. My first one when I was 20, 21. My second one, I was um, 28, 29. I think because they're five years apart, right? I was either 28 or 29. So, um, you know... Oh, I'm, but I'm so blessed to have them both. You know, they didn't give me a lot of headaches. Really any headaches. My youngest really gave me no headaches. My oldest gave me a little bit, but my youngest really no headaches at all. Because he kind of saw what the older one was doing. So he probably like, nah, I don't be nothing like that. They're totally two different people. So, so anyway, um, that's it for the day. Yeah, guys, you know, you get the opportunity to have children. If you if you have, if you you know you want to reconnect, reconnect, man. You know I'm not gonna sit here and dog the the women all the time. Yeah, the women gonna have their way, but listen, me and my kids' mother was going at it, but there was no way in the world she was gonna stop me from seeing my children. She she couldn't leave, she couldn't move. I told you, you might just give them to me, <laughs> cause that's how committed I was. My child. nah, you, you know I'm not bashing anything, but. You might as well give me my kids, cause you, cause you you should have known who you was having a baby with beforehand. That's why I didn't have any more kids. You know what I mean? First of all, I'm older. I'm 51, and two, I just don't have the energy to be dealing with these women. That if I give a baby by, then she going through some emotional shit. Then she want to take me to child support. Then she want to use the child and all that. Oh man. I'm not going through all that shit. Y'all can handle. Y'all can go through that shit. Y'all can go through it. That's why I said I'm not having no baby until I'm married. And I probably won't get married. Most likely. From what it looks like. I haven't met anybody who I wanted to marry thus far. This is produced by Supermedia.com. You know, I look at, oh, you know, I love women. But I'm looking at them like, oh, man, I don't want to marry Somebody told me, this girl told me, she was like, you get very, um, she said, a friend of hers, she said, I remind me, I remind her, I remind, I remind her of a friend of hers. He's about my age and he has no patience when it comes to women. And I really don't have no patience. I'm like, you say, I'll ask you later. Get out of here. See you later. Just won't see you again. and You won't see me again. And I'm good. Because, yeah, I think, I firmly believe I make myself happy, so I don't need anybody to make me happy. So, I'm like, oh, see you later. Bye. You leaving? Okay. You go to the door. 
Talk to you later. Whenever you feel like talking, you can, you can pick up the phone. Call me if you like. If not, see you next lifetime. <laughs> oh, that happens when you just know who you are, baby. All right, Charlie, listen. Have a great Sunday. It's my son's birthday. Peace out, Joe. It's Joe Super. Super Talks. Oh, oh, oh.